Is there something wrong, Grimy? You've barely touched your microwavable limited edition Blue Sonic the Hedgehog Curry. Is there something wrong? Yes, there's fucking something wrong. You opened my $36 fucking rare Blue <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog Curry. It took 17 whole weeks just to get here from Japan. How the fuck am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions, Derek? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I'm very inconsiderate. I'm very, very inconsiderate. <laughs> Is that where we're at, by the way? You've reached a point in your collection where you're you're just buying fucking food, imported food. Well, I mean, you do that anyways, but you know what I mean, like full pre ready pe prepped meals. Listen, listen, it's curry and it's blue and it has Sonic on the front of it. Can you blame me? No, no, I really can't. Hey, I bet I bet when it's coming out the other end, it's going to give a whole new meaning to the blue blur, am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be, it'll be a blue for sure. Uh, it'll be blue. Yeah, it'll be blue. Uh, speaking of the blue blur, uh, <laughs> now that we've talked about shitting our pants and paying $40, $40 for imported <laughs> Video game curry. Uh, would you like to tell the good folks at home who are listening what the the theme of the show is tonight, Grimy? So, if you haven't gathered from our conversation so far tonight, we are talking all kinds of Sonic on the Sonic Show here on Leftover Pizza Podcast, from games and comics to movies and junk food. If it's got our favorite blue pal Sonic on the front of it, it's fair game, including the curry. I would assume. Uh, did you actually order that, by the way? Or are you planning on ordering that? I know that you're planning on ordering uh, it, right? The second one, yeah. The second, the second yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously. I know that you need to buy a replacement because yeah. I, yeah. well, I, I heated it up. I'm going to feed it to the dog. It'll be fine. Feed it to the dog, fine. yeah. All, I'm, all that I'm concerned about is the Sanic on the front. Sanic. Sanic. Obama Sanic. Ob <laughs> <laughs> Do you think our, our listeners know enough about Sonic that we don't have to go in depth about him? <laughs> so Sonic the Hedgehog is a video game icon that was born in the Sega Genesis era, specifically designed to fight and compete with the Mario character that Nintendo had previously established at the 1985... No. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? Sega does what Nintendo don't. Uh, so yeah, I mean, tonight we're going to be going through, what is it? Ten picks? Is that what we have? Ten. 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 Yeah, ten picks of some of our favorite uh, Sonic pop culture, video game, movie, TV, food, and uh, hentai moments. Is that right? Yes. As long as you got five, I got five. I got five, and I got time. All right. Maybe. Who's going first? You flipping a coin? Heads or tails? Uh, you want me to go to Google again? Flip a uh, virtual coin? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, well, considering that Tails is not my favorite character, I'm picking Tails. Okay. Uh, Tails wins. That means that I lose. So you're going first. <laughs> All, right, I'll go first. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Sonic the Hedgehog Pasta, new from Franco-American. Now you can play the sweepstakes where everyone wins. The Sonic Scratch and Scream Stakes. Cool. Prizes like Game Gear, your own Sega game station. All right, cool. so my first pick for this evening in our big old Sonic Extravaganza show is a little-known pasta called Sonic Pasta. Wow, it's so <laughs> clever. This is so clever. They really thought this through. It's by the brand Franco-American, and I know when I sent this to you, 
you you uh, did a double take and you said, wasn't this Chef Boyardee? And I said, no, no, it's Franco-American, goddammit. And you said, oh, right, of course. It just How could I forget? Really looks a lot like a Chef Boyardee can, man. Dude, I, well, I misremembered this as being SpaghettiOs. Like they did themed SpaghettiOs. Oh, yeah. And apparently it wasn't themed SpaghettiOs. It was a whole completely different brand, Franco-American. And they made a very similar to SpaghettiOs knockoff featuring shapes of Sonic the Hedgehog. I see uh, Sonic's face in the commercial, and I can only assume that there's probably a Tails in there, too. But uh, I'm really more so bringing this up because there was this trend in like the early to mid-90s where it seemed like every hot property got their own canned pasta. Yes. Do you do you recall? Oh yeah, man. From everything from like Ninja Turtles to Spider Man, X Men. I think even probably Batman's been in there. Everything, everything, everything. I specifically remember at the end. Well, I don't know if I remember it from my own personal life, but looking it up online, my brain has tricked me into thinking that I had it when I was a kid. So maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But there was like Pokemon. There were Rugrats pastas. There were Scooby-Doo pastas. There was a hell of a lot of themed pastas back then. So my question to you is, do you remember this Sonic pasta, first and foremost? Absolutely. I definitely remember the Sonic pasta. So I think I remember the Sonic pasta, but what I really remember is this commercial for the Sonic pasta, which I sent to you and you and I just watched. Yes. Holy shit. I don't think I've ever seen something as mid-90s as that Sonic Franco-American pasta commercial. Oh, not Do at all. Do you agree? Yeah, I completely agree. And this one missed me, man. I've never I don't think I've ever seen this one on TV. No. No, I, I think really don't. I I I recall see, well, okay. To be fair, I was very young at the time when this pasta came out, and I was spending a lot of time at my grandmother's house, and she was feeding me lunch every day, and I was very impressionable because I was just watching Nick Jr. like all day every day. Fair. <laughs> That's all I did. So I probably saw this commercial like a million times and then begged my grandmother for the Sonic pasta, which I didn't need to beg. She would have bought me like anything that I wanted Mm -hmm. at that point. So I can almost guarantee that I saw this commercial over and over again while watching Nick Jr. or whatever and then begged her for the Sonic pasta and then probably got the Sonic pasta because I was watching this commercial all the time. So it did its job, number one. Marketing to kids, that's why we don't do it anymore, because their kids like me existed, and they got fat off of canned pasta, okay? <laughs> that's number one. But number two, this commercial. I want to focus on this commercial. Like, there's so many different, very vibrant, very exaggerated, very 90s shots in this commercial. Like, you start off the commercial with a kid playing Sonic on what was, I assume, at the time, a very giant TV. Like, it looks like it's a 40-inch TV, but one of those old rear projection TVs that weighed, like, 400 pounds. Mm -hmm. Like, once you get it into your house, you're never moving that out of your house again, so I hope you like it type of a TV. Yep, and coincidentally, like, the best TV to use for gaming nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, yesterday I actually saw one uh, on my way to work out in front of somebody's house like they had just finally lugged it out of their house and left it on the curb. And I said to myself, if I wasn't one person and if that TV didn't weigh 400 pounds and if I had eight feet to store that 40-inch TV from 25 years ago and if I had a bigger car, (laughs) I would have thrown it in my car. If I met all of those criteria, it would have come home with me. But alas, it didn't. 
Um, you should have sold it. You know how many fucking boxes of Sonic Curry you could have bought with that? Oh my god, I could have bought so much Sonic Curry. You know how many meals I would have enjoyed of Sonic Curry sitting down in front of that big ass yeah. TV? Oh my yeah. god, it would have been otherworldly. But I digress. So the commercial anyway. starts off with this kid playing. It was Sonic Three. Am I am I remembering that correctly? I don't know. It doesn't matter. They all blend together in my mind. I believe it's Sonic Two. Sonic 2. So he's playing Sonic 2, and it's reflecting off of his his glasses. It's very vibrant. And his mother said, oh, it's it's time for lunch. You want lunch? Oh, yeah. And the kid's, like, absorbed like a zombie into the Sonic <laughs> game. He's, like, very droning, very not, very okay soda of him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty pretty much it. I see I'm tying in past nice, shows. Nice recollection Go back there. and, yeah, see. Yeah. Continuity, baby. That's why the Love listeners it. stick with us. Okay, that's why we just passed 500 <laughs> followers on Instagram today. All right. Yay! Thank you. By Yay. the way. Uh, so, anyways, she you, you see into the kitchen, just like Charlie Brown type of a deal, where it's just like her sure. arm, and then it's just this can of pasta, and then in the kitchen, it's just black and white tile, and it's just like very like 50s esque. And, and very, like, weird and creepy. And she just, like, hucks this can of pasta at her son at this giant-ass TV. And his hand shoots up and he catches the pasta. And then I don't remember what goes on after that. It's just a whole mishmash of, like, a LSD trip of a, a commercial. Yeah, yeah. At one point, he's, like, plugging this can of pasta into Sega Genesis, which... I'm not going to lie. However they made that cartridge adapter, I want that. <laughs> I want to buy a Genesis and get that cartridge adapter and shove it in there with a can of this pasta and just leave it on display and not explain it to anybody. I want people to walk in my house and go, why the fuck is there a can of pasta in that old Sega? And I say, you don't know Franco-American, baby. Never, never eaten pasta. Maybe you should get cultured, bitch. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean that. Uh, <laughs> to the imaginary like people I'm, I'm arguing with. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, I just want to say I love the commercial. I miss when canned pasta had a theme, and that's all they would sell to children. And the last bit I want to share here is that this commercial had a really incredible tagline, and I'm just going to say this to everybody from now on. And the tagline was, what are you playing for lunch? So yeah, that's my first pick. Canned pasta with more sodium than you could ever need in your life. Probably preserve you, turning you into a mummy. Evil. It's Sonic and Knuckles. Not only is it the greatest Sonic game ever, it also comes with lock-on technology. Plug in Sonic 2 and use Knuckles to play in a whole new way. Plug in Sonic 3 for 34 megs of power, new worlds, and surprise endings. Sonic and Knuckles with lock-on technology, only on Sega Genesis. All right, dude, man, bro, homie, friend, guy. Hey, buddy. This first one comes from 1994, once in February and again in October. These two things happen to be Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles. They came with this little uh, gimmick. The Sonic okay. & Knuckles cartridge has this unique lock-on technology. Mm, mm. Okay? Yes. I believe it's what we now refer to as docking. Docking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, this was the invention of docking, I believe, was uh, Sonic was. 3, yes. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Actually, if you want to go a step further, we can use it for pasta as well. Oh, yes, you can this dock the cartridges. This is unique lock-on. Yeah. Right, right, yes, yes, absolutely. I'm not sure how structurally sound that would be when you're two carts deep and then you put a can of pasta on top of them, but you know. Two carts deep. I'm, I'm using <laughs> two, that shit from now on. Two, two, two carts deep, deep, bitch. I'm two carts deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Sonic 3 
and Knuckles. Yes. So docking. To the combined them. force creates Sonic 3 and Knuckles. When I was a kid, I didn't realize that this game played from start to finish from Sonic 3 ending in Sonic and Knuckles. I always thought that it, when you put these games together, you just have the ability to play as Knuckles in Sonic 3, and that was that. I thought that too, so I maybe I've been mistaken all of my life. Now, you could play each one of them completely, you know, one or the other, like no big mm -hmm. deal, and you, sure. there's like an ending and all that. But like the ultimate game is both of them together, and it like it starts in Sonic 3, ends in Sonic and Knuckles. It's really fucking, it's, it's crazy. It's the only game for the Genesis that does this. This game together is arguably the best Sonic game, period, or at least my favorite one. For the Genesis, okay. it's 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 up there. the The graphics are awesome. The sprites are they're just beautiful. Uh, they everything that they did with Sonic One and Two, they m immensely improved upon and made better. Amazing level design, uh, even better soundtrack. This is the first, believe it or not, the first Sonic game that I beat ever. Now you just said awesome music. I agree. Am I mistaken? Wasn't this the Sonic game that had a bit of Michael Jackson involvement, or allegedly? So Sonic 3 was supposed to have Michael Jackson in it. Was supposed to, but they ended up scrapping everything that he did after he was getting lawsuits and all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. in the news about him. And that's, that's actually a bit of uh, trivia. That's why they don't put Sonic 3 out there very often, just because of this like little debacle that they've had with it. I, I, I think... There's no mistaking that in some music that's in that game, you could tell like Michael Jackson's in there. Like, there's no mistaking right. it. Right. But like right. to what extent, no one really knows. True. True. I find that incredibly fascinating. Like here's a guy right at about the peak of his career, maybe a little after peak, and he's just like, I'm going to make music for Sonic. Like, that's crazy to me. Video games, like, nobody was making stuff for video games. And the fact that he wanted to be involved, I think, whether, you know, regardless of what you think of him, I think it just shows he was sort of ahead of the trend for, for a lot of stuff, which is uh, kind of interesting. Sure. Yeah. yeah, well, kind of interesting. I think that Sega actually approached him about it. And, and it was after, I don't know exactly how the story goes, but it was after he made the Genesis game Moonwalker. Are you familiar game. with that? <laughs> okay, am, you know I about am, that. I am familiar with the Moonwalker Okay, game. so that yeah. hit, and they were like, well, mm, let's maybe get him in here for like some music or something. Let's just see what he can do for Sonic 3. And Well, unfortunately, we didn't get to see that unfurl. But you know what you did get to see unfurl? Some sick-ass Sonic and Knuckles kicks, am I right? Oh, yeah. So a uh, quick shout-out, by the way, to... Toy Saurus Games on Instagram. That is toy underscore saurus underscore games. He sent me this picture. He's a huge Sega Genesis and Sonic collector, as you can tell from a quick view from his page. There was a paper flyer stuffed in the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge game, uh, the case that it came in. And this thing was chock full. It just had a slew of fucking Sonic and Knuckles merchandise. Shirts, crewnecks, coffee mugs. There's a Sonic plush with the Sonic and Knuckles logo on it, a poster, a bunch of, what, two different style backpacks and a wallet. And the best part, undoubtedly, is these shoes by Foot Tech. Oh, my God. These sneakers are incredible. They're like yeah. Jordans 
Yes. Mixed with like pumps and they're just like they're not what you would think uh, as being like a tie-in. You know, it's not overly right. gimmicky, right? Like yeah. these are like just really fresh kicks, man. Yeah. It's like black and white, and it's very mm-hmm. minimal the the branding on the back. It's just the Sonic and Knuckles logo in black yeah. and white. But man, these things uh, these go pretty hard, and mm-hmm. they were only eighteen to twenty dollars back then, dude. Right? Yeah, they're, they're, you can't even find them on eBay now. And if you did, they were probably around two hundred, three hundred dollars. Now, Absolutely. I want you to uh, zoom in on the tongue there. It's a Sega Genesis controller outlined in blue. Oh my god, it is. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's cool. Is it a pump? I don't it know. It looks if it's like a pump. a pump. It does look like a pump. But if these ain't the coolest fucking shoes I've ever seen, like my, oh, these things are right up Sega my alley. Sega on the side, very discreet, yeah, but in the Sega blue. Oh my god, mm-hmm. these are incredible. I want them. Let me just describe these shoes a little bit. They're a high top style shoe. The tongue is, like I said, a blue outline Genesis controller, Sonic and Knuckles emblem on both the side as well as the underneath. They're like mostly black shoe with white hits. There's like two or four white hits where the shoe strings are, a couple of hits on the heel and toes where they're white and like some blue little little blue hints here and there too. Like this this shoe is fly as fuck. Fly as fuck. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, there's a lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff. The sneakers mm-hmm. are the best. But if I'm being honest, on the other side of the page, the next best thing is this little Sonic plush wearing a t-shirt. Of his own game with the yes. logo. Incredible. Totally agree. Dude, I have I have a quick story here with these shoes. Now, I, okay. this came out when I was like five or six. And I remember seeing this little piece of paper that was stuffed in there. This is a mail-in flyer. So right. I had the idea that I would mail it in myself. So I drew a picture of the shoes on just a little scratch piece of paper. And I put it in an envelope and put fucking stamps on it and everything. Put it in the mailbox myself. And I just expected two weeks later that shoes would just pop out. <laughs> <laughs> so you're waiting for like months and you're like, my damn shoes haven't shown up yet. I have. I remember asking my mom at least like once a day, were them shoes come yet? She's like, I don't fucking know what this kid's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. Did I, did I birth this human being? What? Oh, not to get too off topic. And I guess this will be a last quick thing before we, we should move on. But they don't really do mail-aways anymore. I think the no, last time that they all. did mail-aways was during the pandemic when you and I mailed away for those Captain Crunch figures, <laughs> which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, he yeah, sits man. on my desk at work. He's lounging so in a cool. beach chair. Love it. That was incredible. And those are really good quality figures, too. Like, they're kind of beautiful. Yeah. Um, but the only two I can remember mailing away for when I was a kid and it wasn't even me. It was my grandfather. He did it for me because he's like, hey, this is pretty cool. You want that? And I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, at one point, I think it was when the Star Wars movies were re-released uh, okay. in the in the mid-90s, he sent away and got me a Force Ghost Obi-Wan. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen that. It's just like yeah, a okay. translucent blue plastic figure yeah. that doesn't move. And somebody told me it was collectible and I couldn't play with it. And I'd be damned if that was the case. So I played with it anyways. Not worth anything today, by the way. And then when Mulan came out, I'm mad I don't still have this because it's actually really cool. But Mushu the dragon. Oh, yeah. They, they took Mushu. They turned his head into like a stand. And inside the mouth, it would open up. There was a clock with the cricket. 
So it looked like the cricket was inside Mushu's mouth. But those are the only two mail-away things that I ever did that I can remember doing when I was a kid. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. These are right up there with Mushu and a Force Ghost Obi-Wan, these uh, Sonic and (laughs) Knuckles pieces. Absolutely. So, yeah. Second pick, Sonic and Knuckles and Sweet Shoes. All right, so my next one, it's an easy pick. Sonic video games, right? Like, we've got to pick a Sonic video game, at least one. Otherwise, this list is kind of bogus. Uh, So I'm going for a slightly unconventional choice for my Sonic video game. There's the obvious ones, Sonic 1 through 3. What's the one on Dreamcast everybody loves? Adventure 1, Adventure 2. Adventure 1 and 2. You know, those are obvious choices to Sonic Mania, that new one that came out that's like the old ones and everybody's praising it because it's more like the old ones than like the new ones. Absolutely beautiful. Mm, I think the one that I'm going with, though, again, a bit unconventional, I think, but it's Sonic Advance 2. So... Much love to 1 and 3. I don't know. I never played them. (laughs) Sonic 2 was the only one. Sonic Advance 2 was the only one that I had. And that's sort of uh, how it worked back then, right? It's not like now when we're adults and we have money and we're collectors so we can have every single game. It's sort of like every now and then somebody would agree to buy you a game or you'd get birthday money and you had to pick and choose both what you wanted to play and what was out in stores. Oh, yeah. Because you couldn't couldn't go buy something online really that really wasn't a thing at that point and you know you were kind of at the mercy of whatever was on the shelf over at Toys R Us would I have bought Sonic Advance 1 or Sonic Advance 3 sure but at the time that I went to go buy a Sonic game Sonic Advance 2 was what was there sitting on the shelf so that's what I ended up with and I can't say if it's the best out of the Sonic Advance series I can't say that it's the best Sonic game that's ever existed. All I know is that it was the right Sonic game for me at the time that I went and wanted to play a Sonic game when I was a kid. So it's just a really fun, fast game, which is kind of shocking because when you think of Game Boy Advance, at least me, I don't necessarily think of speed, right? Like, I don't know how familiar you are, Grimy, with the Game Boy Advance, but at one point, they ported over the original Sonic the Hedgehog game from the Genesis. Oh, really? And that's Yeah, that's sort of infamous for being slow and sort of gimps. I was going to say, I feel like I remember this, and it was, like, really shitty. Yeah, it was, like, very controversial because it yeah. was not a really great version of that game. So yeah. just the fact that the Game Boy Advance got a Sonic game that looked good, the game uh, played well, and it had, like, really unique levels... Uh, was a big win at that point. This is on um, Advance, so like a Advance. Nintendo product, right? That was right a when Nintendo Sega product. bought Nintendo. Or not Ex- bought Nintendo. Nintendo bought Sega. Well, I don't know if they bought Sega, but it was when the Sega games started coming out on Nintendo products, yeah. right? Because Dreamcast went belly up, yes. and it was the era of GameCube and uh, uh, Game Boy Advance. So those yeah. were the two Nintendo systems out. And Sega couldn't put out their games on their own hardware anymore because it didn't exist. Right. See, was, that, that's the problem right there. Is that it was on a Nintendo problem. They don't, they don't have the, the blast processing like, like Genesis did. Uh, 
Right. That's that's <laughs> how how stupid of me. I should. I don't know. I never thought Sega that. does what Nintendo don't. So <laughs> <laughs> except make hardware. Apparently, Sega mm-hmm. don't do that anymore. Don't. Nintendo do. <laughs> Shit. Uh, um. Yeah. So that was also the other thing about it. I'm glad that you brought it up. Um. This was right after that Sega and Nintendo hardcore rivalry. So growing up and seeing that, and then all of a sudden I own a Nintendo console and I can play Sonic on it. It felt a little taboo. So it was kind of badass, man. Yeah. Like I, I felt like I had the best of both worlds. It's like, so I can play Mario and Sonic now Mm -hmm. on the same device. Ooh, that's, that's fun. I love that. Yep. You know? It's the same feeling I got when they first remade Sonic Adventure 1 on the GameCube. Right. Right. Absolutely. So wild. So I didn't have a GameCube back then, but I did have a Game Boy Advance. So that was my uh, my big system at that point in time, which is why I ended up with Sonic Advance 2. So actually, the real reason I ended up with Sonic Advance 2 is that I was actually at my friend's house when I was a kid. He had the first Sonic Advance I fell in love with it. I was playing his copy. And so I finally got a little bit of money. I went to go buy it, and all they had was the second one. So I ended up with the second one, and I ended up loving it. Um, And one day, that same friend came with me. I think it was summer vacation, and we went to a theme park or something like that. And we were passing games back and forth to each other. He brought his Game Boy. I had mine. We were sitting in the back seat of my mom's van, and he... Ended up dropping my Sonic Advance 2 in between the seats of the of the van. And dude, I just about lost it. I thought that game was gone forever. I was like freaking out. I was like, that's it. It's in no man's land. I'm never seeing this game again. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to do it. And I remember getting so mad. I looked at him and I was like, well, you did do it. God damn it. And I didn't say God damn it, but I wanted to, you know. We get out of this uh, fucking car and I'm sweeping the legs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it wasn't all bad. You know, uh, my my kid brain didn't realize that you could pull the seats out of vans and like <laughs> <laughs> get whatever fell between the seats. So my dad was like, relax. It's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I just have a lot of good memories with that game. The art style is pretty cool. I think I mentioned to you offline, but. Not really a big fan of the Sonic redesign. Like, I, I much prefer the classic Sonic design of, like, the, the early 90s. Oh, definitely, yeah. I don't I don't like when he got lanky and he became, like, a teenager and he had, like, long spiky hair. I think yeah. he looks, like, too emo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I love emo, but, you know, not on my Sonic. But, but this is, like, the one instance of him being emo Sonic that I'm, like, okay with. Yeah. So. Maybe he could be on that... Uh... When we were young tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would love to hear Sonic sing some My Chemical Romance. As long as Travis Barker's playing the drums, it's fine. Oh, he's in. He's <laughs> he's in for everything these days. Every band. So. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, you. Want a $10 rebate on any Sega product, including the new Sonic Spinball game coming November 23rd? It takes 10 Lifesavers candy wrappers. Your Sega receipt, plus a rebate form, details at participating stores. But wait! You could instantly win one of these Sega systems by checking specially marked wrappers or... Alright, Derek, this is where I make one pick turn into three. 
But it's candy, so it'll be worth it. Okay, David Copperfield. Yeah. The amazing Jonathan. Do what you gotta do. Plus, this is probably gonna be our, like, only Sonic show. So it'll be a while before we talk about him again, I'm sure. So I want to jam-pack as much shit into this episode as I can, so. Fair enough. Hit me with him. Like we were saying before, before parents decided to get all uppity about cartoon characters being on candy and stuff aimed towards kids, Sonic was no stranger to junk food. And the first one happens to be Sonic the Hedgehog Game Gear Bubblegum from a mural. Yes. It's fucking awesome, right? I love it. I love it. These I remember very vividly because... Uh, it was uh, the package itself was shaped like a Game Gear. It yes. was very tiny, yes. very tiny. And I remember getting this. I don't know if I had it or if like my cousins had it, and then I got infatuated with it, and they gave me the case. But I always wanted this to be real. Like I wanted a little tiny Game Gear the size of this bubblegum pack that I could play with. And I would, I remember sitting there like an idiot, just holding this thing and just pretending, pretending. That I could play oh games yeah. On this. I think every one of us were there. Like, I got this specific one from Bellsnickel, if y'all know what that is. Impishaw Admirable? <laughs> okay, so you're familiar. Yeah, dude. Yes. Totally woke up to this in my shoe one morning, and I had no idea what it was doing in my shoe. I really wasn't concerned with Bellsnickel at that point in time, but I got free shit in my shoe, and this happened to be one of them. And I was, like, <laughs> dead sold on this. 100%. Yeah, you don't question it. You yeah, don't not question at all. It. Yeah, this whole time I was playing around with this thing, just like, yeah, this this could be the real deal. And I will say, I, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but in Japan at least, it did come real. Do you remember seeing that? I did. The Game Gear Mini? Oh, no, they did a mini one. They did a mini one. And I, I mean, didn't it know is that. mini. It is, it's probably like three inches long. Oh, yeah. No stranger to That's that. That's what she said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah they the only problem with those and why i haven't pulled the trigger they're a little too expensive i think it's like 50 or 60 us dollars and it only has like three games on it yeah that's that's and i mean my hands are too big for it there's no way i can actually like bang out playing a game on it but it's cool that it exists because if anything cool. if nothing it's just the bubblegum game gears coming to life which i love yeah Big yeah, props absolutely. for that. Do you remember how the bubble gum tasted? It was like that flat sheet gum, but it also had that powdery oh, outside to it. What a delicacy. Yeah. I love flat sheet gum. It, it's Are you it's kind me? of like a tougher version of bubble tape. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't good. know. It's just so cheap and delicious. And you know what I love doing with those? Is like shoving them in my mouth sideways. <laughs> it would like cut up the sides <laughs> of my like lips, bro. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why. I but that that's the only way to eat those. If it's oh, not yeah. like poking the sides of your cheeks and like making you bleed a little bit, you're not eating the right. Doing kind. it completely wrong. You're yeah. doing it wrong. Yeah. And then these had kind of this gimmick where they came with uh, cards too, collectible cards that all had artwork from each game. They had like the Sega Game Gear games. There was Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles, yeah. and Sonic Spinball even made an appearance. Ooh, Spinball. Really cool. That's an underrated game. Love that Oh, game. I completely agree. Ugh. And I love that they came with cards because they were like to scale with the, yeah. the bubblegum yeah. uh, little console. So yes. it's almost like they were designed specifically to look like games that would play on this fake little machine. And it's yeah. just a great attention to detail. It's mm -hmm. incredible. The second one I want to bring up, again, another quick shout out to Toysaurus. He just recently snagged these two items. The one is a Sonic and Knuckles 
fruit stripe bubble gum, and the other is a Sonic and Knuckles bubble yum. I'm looking. I'm looking at both of these, and uh, fruit stripe. That's fine. That's great. It's the bubble yum that's drawing my eye. Yeah, here. man. Yeah, I. I telling you when i thought about this pick i was like maybe i'll just talk about this one because it's so fucking cool that's the one i had the the cyclone fruit one. Oh, so you had this when you were a kid. i did have that one awesome. i just barely remember what it tasted like too but it's so fucking cool so to describe these two the uh the fruit stripe had 17 sticks of gum all mixed with grape cherry lemon blue raspberry and cotton candy flavors if you want to call it flavors, didn't last. Yeah, yeah, like, your your ten seconds of flavor. It was like the La what is it, Lacroix or Lacroix? Lacroix. It's, <laughs> it's like the Lacroix of bubble gums. You yeah, know? it's like yep. there's a hint of a flavor there. Very small hint of flavor. Then the uh, the cyclone fruit bubble yum. This also had you know it's cyclone fruit. It had all a bunch of different flavors mashed into one. The gimmick with this one is that it changed your tongue colors. Oh, okay. Now for both and of I, these, oh, go ahead. I love that it's called Cyclone Fruits because it lives yeah. right up to that. The, the picture that they have of this gum, it's like literally a cyclone of colors. It's yeah. beautiful. It's, it's a work of art. It's mainly like a white piece of bubble gum and it has like a bunch of different colors surrounding it, like warped kind of like in a cyclone. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 Very psychedelic. Yeah. It resembles like to me, it resembles like an old 90s eraser, but like one that you wanted to chew on. <laughs> yes, it does look like an eraser. And I also resent that you said one that you wanted to chew on, like I wasn't chewing on every eraser at oh, that dude, stage totally. of the game. Oh, dude, totally, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the scented erasers, and I would always get disappointed that they didn't taste like grape, but it smelled like grape. Come on. Yeah. So this bubblegum, uh, what does it have to do with Sonic and Knuckles? These two specific ones had Knuckles on the left-hand side of the front of the face of the packaging. So just to tie into the last piece of this here, the third thing I'd like to mention is the Sonic the Hedgehog Lifesavers tie-in. There's three different flavors. There's tangy fruit, hot rings, and blue rad, which I'm assuming is blue raspberry. These all pictured Sonic instead of Knuckles on the left-hand side. Now, I had to tell you all of this bullshit to get to this bullshit. All of this stuff promoted free Sega Genesis and Sonic stuff. And if you're looking at this flyer that I handed off to Derek here, I will quote, unless you're a klutz, you could win a Sega Genesis and a Sonic 3 game. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's where my, my eye just got drawn to was that one line. Well, like, what the fuck does that mean? Unless you're yeah. a klutz. Unless what does that you, have to do with anything? Unless you fucking suck. You're going to be able to win this, kids. Like, what does that mean? Like, oh, I filled out the form to win this uh, Sega Genesis or this copy of Sonic 3, maybe some free lifesavers. But oops, I tripped and fell on my way to the post office and uh, away went my letter the yeah. of application to win this shit just like in Forrest Gump, like turn into a little feather floating away. Yeah, and I choked on the Sonic ring. Yeah, well, you, you couldn't choke on, on a Sonic ring because lifesavers are designed so that you can't choke on them. Come on now. Come this is now. true. That's why this is poor marketing. That's why this is really terrible marketing. <laughs> they don't understand the their own product. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seemed like a lot of this promotional stuff was in any way, shape, or form just to get you to buy the Genesis or the Sonic uh, Sonic 3, the game. E- either you were going to try to win it or you would lose out and have to buy it either way. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you might as well suck on some lifesavers in the meantime, you know? kick a can downtown, be sad that you're a klutz <laughs> that you don't have a Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah. I can fly.
So we grew up in the time where we praised those really shitty LCD games that Tiger was putting out. Absolutely. I'm sure that you're aware. Very. Uh, as much as I loved them as a kid, I can acknowledge as an adult that they were really terribly shitty and they barely qualified as a video game, but I bought them nonetheless and for some reason, I'm still buying them because they keep re-releasing those old <laughs> Tiger true. Electronics games. So uh, I'm an idiot, I guess. But but what I will say is I wouldn't pay $20 for them now. I'll only pay 15 <laughs> but, but if they were coming for free with my Happy Meal, I was all about oh. them. That was the greatest Happy Meal toy that you could give me. You know, absolutely, and that's exactly what McDonald's did back in 2003. So I will say there is a little bit of an asterisk on this one because technically they were Sega LCD games, right? Right. But it's kind of bullshit because there are six games and only one of them isn't Sonic related. What's one the other of them one? is based off of Super Monkey Ball. It's called I.I. Banana Catch or A.A. I don't know how to say it, but it's about Super Monkey Ball. Oh, okay. This is probably the one nobody wanted. Exactly. Well, I mean, I did like Super Monkey Ball. But oh, that's sure, me too, but I don't. I know a lot of people that didn't like it, but anyhow. Well, that's, that's also true. Well, so either way, uh, McDonald's put out these six little mini LCD games and uh, in an era where nobody gave a shit about LCD games. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't matter because they were free video games that you were getting in a Happy Meal. And even though it was the worst video game ever and barely qualified as a game, you still wanted it and you still played the shit out of it because it was free. And you're yeah. like, holy crap. Last week, I got a stupid little Disney plush or something like that. This week, they're giving me a full-blown Sonic game, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So these were released between June and July of 2003, and I remember this vividly because I went to McDonald's again. This was probably like my first week of summer vacation, maybe first couple weeks of summer vacation. We went with my cousin. So there was the four of us kids. We all got a different one, and I remember being very disappointed because he got the Sonic Speedway game, which was a racing game, and it actually had Sonic hmm. uh, built into the, the game station itself, and I got Knuckles Soccer, and I gotta admit, I was really not into it, because I don't give a shit about soccer. Sports. Okay. Sports, great, yay, you got a nice, <laughs> fun racing game. Oh, man. Alright, let me run through these games before I go any further, yes, please. because I want you to know the possibilities here that I could have gotten. The Sonic Speedway, as I mentioned before, that's really cool. It was a Sonic-based racing game. Prime. Love it. Prime. Shadow the Hedgehog, probably one of the coolest hedgehogs out there. You want to talk emo, that guy's emo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. And his was called Shadow Grinder, which was really cool because it was just, he was grinding on rails and you had to jump around and like avoid the, the enemies or whatever. So that one was pretty cool, too. Then there was a generic, they called it Sonic Action Game. I don't know. It was just Sonic, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're collecting rings, whatever the hell you're doing, but it was Sonic, so that was cool. And then the Super Monkey Ball one, blah, blah, blah. And then Tails Sky Patrol, which is also pretty cool. That's all right. It's Tails 
floating around and you're probably again collecting rings or something. I don't know, but it was Tails. It was one of the main Sonic people, right? Oh yeah. Not that Knuckles isn't one of the main Sonic characters. But when you start throwing Knuckles into a, a match of football, <laughs> into a match of soccer, suddenly it becomes a little less special and a little less cool. And from what I remember of this, okay, you're not even shooting the ball. You're playing a goalie. So you're trying to block the balls that oh, are wow. coming at you. That sucks. Yeah. So, well, I, okay, I digress. I'm being a little dramatic here because... It was actually kind of a fun game. It was pretty good. So even though yeah. initially I wanted to trade it away and my cousin didn't want to, I ended up loving it nonetheless. Um, so the last thing I want to mention about these games is that they were really, really cool because even though they did this giveaway, I think, like one other time the next year, because this one was super successful for McDonald's, right? So they made another batch of these LCD games, but the the year after that they did it, um, they were really kind of generic looking. They look like cheap little video game consoles. Like I don't know how to describe it, but you know when when your grandparents would bring home like a three dollar thing, like oh, a yeah. three dollar LCD game, and you're like, oh, yeah. that's that's cheap and lame. Mm-hmm. That's like what these this next wave felt like, and they felt very generic because it was just a sticker. On, on top of a piece of plastic. I do remember graphic. that. Yep. All right. So it was like a, a picture of Sonic or a picture of Amy or whatever. And, and, and they just kind of stuck it on there and they called it good enough. The ones I'm talking about from 2003 were like actual sculpted pieces of plastic. And while they weren't very ergonomic to hold because they were like (laughs) going for a display piece type of thing they were really cool because they were carved out so it just felt really premium and really cool right like this knuckles one i had the buttons weren't just buttons they were soccer balls which so they, they it was really cool they took the the detail to the next level and it made these feel like a step above a happy meal toy it made them feel pretty premium Totally. So, yeah, I've got some really good memories with these shitty little LCD games, and soccer be damned, I had a good time with it, too. Yo, Sonic! Sonic! Man, stay off the light speed! My bad. Sonic Adventure on Sega Dreamcast. All right, Derek, I'd like to take a minute or 20 to confess my undying love and affection for the ever so beautiful Sega Dreamcast. It was beautiful. Never had one, but it was beautiful. Oh, man. This was probably my favorite system of all time. It was one of the first ones I ever bought. So the Dreamcast was home to many wonderful games from the fresh 2000s as the console itself launched on 9999. Two of the best being Sonic Adventure 1 and Sonic Adventure 2. Now, I'm, I'm sure I'm biased, but like, I played PS1 for a pretty long time. Before this came out, I was playing like Tekken 3 and fucking Jet Moto and Crash Bandicoot, Resident Evil. And then the Dreamcast came out in 99, and that like kind of brought me right back into Sonic and Sega mode. Like, Sega was just, they weren't doing anything for a long time. And then Dreamcast, blow, it got me hooked right away. And Sonic Absolutely. Adventure 1 was part of the initial 17-game launch. Funny story, 
I rented the Dreamcast before I bought it at a, a Take Two video. And I only wanted to rent it because I didn't have the money to buy it. And I wanted to play Sonic. Well, they didn't have Sonic. They had House of the Dead 2 and Pro Bass Fishing, which were both fun enough. Not Sonic. Not Sonic <laughs> at all. Not Sonic. <laughs> yeah, that therein is the problem. They weren't Sonic. I had fun with them, more so on the House of the Dead side, but they weren't Sonic. So like a year later, I was finally able to play Sonic Adventure 1, and I was in heaven. Like This game broke all expectations for me. Uh, it was the first... I don't want to say the first 3D game, but it was the first 3D Sonic game that was done right, I feel like. The music was great. The art style was pretty nice. I know you're not a huge fan of the way Sonic looks in these games, but for me, it it didn't break it necessarily. It wasn't the most fascinating way to see him, but it, it, I still loved it. And then in two years later, 2001, Sonic Adventure 2 was released. Basically, everything they did right with Sonic Adventure 1 they improved upon and did way better on Sonic Adventure 2. And the best, my favorite improvement, is the involvement of soap shoes. Now, this is just probably the most 2000 thing I've ever heard, is Sonic the Hedgehog grinding on fucking soap shoes down rails. And it's like a big part of the game. So you're going to have to elaborate a little bit for okay. the people who don't know what soap shoes are. Soap shoes, oh like, man. Perhaps me. Who's sitting here nodding along like I know exactly everything that you don't even you have no idea what soap shoes are. Listen, <laughs> I wash every morning with soap. I get it. Sometimes it slips into your sneaker and, and you know, there, you have a bad day. <laughs> okay. All right. So did you ever rollerblade when you were a kid? Like So I've got fucked ankles. Okay. So you know <laughs> about me. Not really. And I tried ice skating once. And okay. by tried I mean my parents forced me. <laughs> and then I cried a lot. They just so, slapped skates on you and pushed you on your way? Yeah, but I love that aggressive inline game. So does that count? Sure, yeah, absolutely. That's fair. That okay. was one of my right, favorite right. games for the Xbox sure. and okay. PS2 and all that. <laughs> so soap shoes. What are soap shoes? They are a pair of shoes, literally just a pair of shoes that have the the sole is kind of cut out and they put a piece of wax. They use like a, a okay. an Allen wrench to screw them in. And you can grind using your shoes. Oh, yeah, okay. Totally. The, the, the most 90s slash 2000, early 2000 thing you'll ever hear. It's fucking amazing. It's extreme, and really. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, you're just kind of walking around. Picture this. You're walking around, and you see a rail, and you just hop on that rail and fucking <laughs> scoot down it. <laughs> Bro, that's that's only something that could have existed pre-smartphones. Yeah. When people are getting so bored of obeying laws and going to church that they're like, man, I sure am bored, and there is a pole there. I would love to slide down it, but no, I don't want to mess around with any of this skateboard business. Eh, just screw some fucking wax onto my sneakers. Totally, totally. Just in case. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a great way if you were like a, a, a skater, an inline skater or whatever, and you wanted to like practice doing rails and stuff, these were a great thing to use, but like... Most kids, they just wanted them because they were cool. I knew a bunch of kids that had them and never even used the fucking things. Like, what a waste. Mm. Please just give me, mm. just give them Truly. to me. I will use them. You should have stolen them, like in Hocus Pocus. Should have. could have been ice. <laughs> could have been ice. You're right, man. Could have been ice or Ernie. You know, either way. 
Check out the new cross tracks, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you're a big fan of Sonic Adventure one and two. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I understand they seem like great games. I'm gonna drop a bombshell on you right now of why I am averse to them and okay. why I have never formed a connection with them. I was in first grade and I was at my friend's house because my mom was making me have a play date, mainly because she was the fr- uh, friends with the kid's mom. I didn't really like the kid that much, um, but that doesn't matter because he had a Dreamcast, and I was like, okay, well, this could be promising. I don't want to be here right now, but he does have a Dreamcast, so let's let's ride this out. Let's see what happens. So he goes, do you want to play Crazy Taxi? I go, okay. Oh, so we play that game. for a couple minutes, and then he goes, do you want to play Sonic Adventure? And I go, okay. And you know what happened when he put Sonic Adventure on? What happened? I shit my pants in secret. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, my God. And then he goes, did you fart? And I go, no. And he goes, it stinks. And I go, no, no it doesn't. <laughs> and then I was like, mom, we should go home. And she was like, just a little bit. Go play with go play with him. And I said, uh, I really think it's time to go home. And she made me stay. And I didn't tell anybody that I shit my pants. So I have an association of Sonic Adventure and shitting my pants. And it's just never gone away. I'm sorry. You and yes, kid. I know first grade i was a little too old to be shitting my pants but i did it all right yeah. that i gotta lay this out for the world to hear okay this is so the, the best thing i've ever heard do I'm you sure get like great games do you get like ptsd every time someone says sonic adventure one <laughs> yeah i i can start to smell poop a little bit you know it's like a sensory <laughs> reaction i'm just like oh no <laughs> put that game away i can't oh i can't deal with this <laughs> All right, now that I've told the world that I shit my pants. Shat your pantalones. Shat my pantaloons. Uh, (laughs) Let's move on to another interesting time in my life when I was very down in the dumps and depressed. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't because I pooped my pants, believe it or not. It was for just other reasons entirely. Uh, I was probably, I was in my early 20s and kind of uh, grappling with uh, life and what I was going to do with my life uh, well before we decided that we were going to start Dem Boys and a podcast wasn't even a twinkle in my in my eye at that point. Uh, so I was just like really bummed all the time. And to cope with being depressed, um, I played Sonic Dash a lot on my iPhone. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That, well, it was something. Uh, listen, all I'll say is that the Sonic Dash game was very addicting and it did a great job at keeping my mind off of being sad. So I've got to throw credit where it's due it's to fair. the developers of Sonic Dash, the iPhone game. So what do you do? Okay, so I guess I should break it down a little bit. It's a very addicting, endless runner, okay? Okay. Um, And I believe it was based off of a Sonic game at that time that flopped real hard. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I don't think anybody liked the game it was based off of if i'm not mistaken i believe it was called sonic lost world or or something to that effect Mm, um it would have been like in the wii u era you know that makes sense yeah man they they started making a lot of stinkers after a while there 
Yeah, yeah. Sonic's shining moment, I'm sure. Mm. But throughout all of the uh, the shit, well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, throughout <laughs> throughout the the bad Sonic time, there was this one what I consider to be a positive thing that they they did with him, and it was this app. So much the same as Temple Run, where your only objective is to keep running as long as you possibly can, you know, avoiding obstacles. Um, it was a very interesting spin on that. It was really beautiful to look at from what I remember uh, because it was very vibrant uh, Sonic. And there was some levels based off of Green Hill Zone that looked really great. Nice. Um, and it just had some really interesting enemies. And at the end of each level, that's what it did very unique, is that technically it had levels, even though you kept running. Mm -hmm. um, at a certain point, you would stop and do a little bit of a boss fight which I oh, thought was nice. really cool. Um, so, you know, you don't really get that much diversity in mobile games like that, especially mobile games right. that are trying to get you to pay money. Oh, yeah, And I'm yeah. proud to say I never did, never paid any money for it. I, I earned that. I, I grinded like nobody's ever grinded before, <laughs> even with soap shoes on, okay? I was I was grinding my ass off, baby. <laughs> um but yeah, you can still download this game, and it's not a paid promotion. I promise you. I wish it was a paid. I was gonna promotion. say, I get, I, I get half else. of this. <laughs> I want some of that sweet, sweet Sonic money. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I'm ever gonna get it. Especially but, uh, now, now with this movie, like, come on, it's got to be some sweet Sonic money out there somewhere. There's got to be sweet Sonic money out there. Um, but yeah, I really do recommend it. It's really a good time, and it's a, a great little time waster app, like. You can take it out, play for five minutes, uh, put it away, and be be good for the day. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything's Archie. Archie's here. Betty's here. Veronica, too. Reggie's here. Hey, Jughead, where are you? Derek, what do you know about the Sonic Archie comic series? Are you familiar at all in any way, shape, or form? I am unfamiliar. I am not familiar. I am the least familiar with this that I could ever be about anything. So you're going to have to fill me in. All right. So Sonic the Hedgehog was an American comic book series published by Archie Comics in partnership with Sega. Now, I'm stealing this from Wiki, so it's going to sound like I'm talking like I'm reading from wiki because i am okay, the series okay. was based on sega's video game franchise as well as deke entertainment's 1993 animated series of the same name after initially beginning with a four issue miniseries between 1992 and 1993 the first full-length issue of the comic was published in july 1993 the series ran for 290 issues for over 20 years earning a place in the 2008 Guinness World Records for being the longest running comic book series based on a video game and it became the longest running franchise based comic series in 2015 surpassing Marvel Comics Conan the Br Conan the Barbarian yeah bra bra Conan the Librarian <laughs> I like to read books. <laughs> I like to read these Archie Sonic books. Have you heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Good to the chapel. <laughs> so, 
long story short, this book did really, really well. And then it was, it ended up being canceled in July of 2017. I couldn't tell you anything about the books personally, like the storyline, the plot, nothing. I couldn't tell you anything about them. Well, that's, that's a, that's a good way to start off a pick. I, I don't know anything about these, but <laughs> I really don't. I couldn't tell you shit about the storyline, the plot or anything that happened in these books. What I can tell you is that when I was a kid, I was probably seven or eight years old. When these came out, there was a store down the street from my house and it was beside a park. I would go down there every once in a while. I'd get my two or three dollars from my mom and I'd get a couple 25 cent candies, a drink or some beef jerky or something. And then I'd go hang out at the park for a little while. Well, one day I went there and I happened to notice on the magazine shelf that they had Sonic comics by Archie Comics. And I mean, you know, what is it? 1993, 94. I about... I don't want to say shit myself, but seriously, <laughs> okay, <please don't. laughs> I, I about shit myself when I saw that there was uh, an Archie series based on Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, this is just another way for me to consume anything that is Sonic material. So one day I saw them and I decided to pick them up and, you know, I get my candy, my drink, and I would go and hang out by the park and I would just look at the pictures inside of the books. And like, mostly for me, it was just like the artwork in general, the covers of these are immaculate. They're just beautiful cover pieces. And I could look at them and I did look at them all fucking day long. So I've got a question for you about these books. Okay. I know you say you don't remember anything about the story. You couldn't tell me about the story. Can you tell me this? It's an Archie series. Did they ever team up with Jughead? Did Sonic ever hit on Veronica? I don't think so. I don't think any of the Archie characters ever came up in the in the series at all. It was just these were like I said they were heavily based on like the video game and the cartoon that was going on at the time. So like never did they ever bring in like Jughead or Archie or any of that stuff unfortunately. Shame. That would have been pretty neat. Shame. Like a like the Batman one that just recently happened, Batman and Archie. That was pretty sweet. Ugh. I I would pay so much money to see Batman beat the shit out of Jughead. Like I don't know why, but I ju- I just want that to happen. <laughs> that would be great, so good. <laughs> but yeah, I remember looking at the artwork in the very back of the book. You know, if I missed out on uh, uh, a comic book or whatever they had in the back, there was the back order issues, and sometimes they showed the artwork for the books. Like that was enough for me to buy into it, and uh, I enjoyed that for a very long time. So, yeah, I don't remember how long it's been. Since 2017, I think they said they discontinued it. Uh, Just a few years ago, IDW actually picked up a Sonic comic. And I guess they're going pretty strong right now. They're doing really well. So if you are interested in reading Sonic comics in any way, shape, or form, hit up IDW. They got them. I'm Sonic, a little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. On my planet, people were always after my powers. So I came to yours. It gets a little lonely, but that's okay. I am living my best life on Earth. So for my last pick of the evening, last thing I'm going to mention is really the reason why we're doing this podcast tonight, because we're right at the cusp of a new Sonic movie. Uh... Sonic 2 is coming out with Idris Elba starring as Knuckles. And I am just 
very intrigued to see how that turns yeah. out. I mean, he's probably going to be good. But, oh, yeah. Uh, Dude, just... I'm completely blown away. I'm in love with this franchise uh, so far. And it, it, it's so, as far as I can tell, it's only going to get better. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they've already announced the third one, mm-hmm. haven't they? Yes, they did. Uh, so I'm really, I'm really excited to see, you know, where it goes. But my memory of the Sonic movie, boy, it sure is an interesting one. Yeah. So I think we all know and probably all remember that when they announced that they were making a Sonic movie years ago, we were like, oh boy, here we go. Because of course at that point we had never seen or pretty much hadn't ever seen a good video game movie ever. That's like, fair. Uh, I'm trying to think of one and nothing's really coming to mind. I'm sure that somebody in the comments is going to be like, well, technically the Super Mario Brothers movie. And no, it wasn't. Okay, I don't want to hear it. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy in the comments right now. <laughs> you can have fun with it, but you can't tell me it was a good Super Mario movie, it's okay? Good. It's really good. No. No. Well, okay, so we we were we didn't have high hopes despite what Grimy thinks about Super Mario. Uh and rightfully so, I think personally. Um and then of course, that initial trailer came out for the Sonic movie. And Sonic looked like a walking, breathing nightmare. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he was so fucking scary. <laughs> Truly horrifying. Mm-hmm. The whole scene where he's in the in the garage, meow. Yeah, Oh, my man. God, it's one yep. of the most Haunting. cringy things. And, you know, usually when people bitch about movies that are coming out, like, I, I tend to side with the movie itself and, you know, give it a right. chance. But this time, dude, everyone had the right to bitch. I don't care who you are. Absolutely. Yeah, and we all looked at that and we're like, what the fuck is that thing? Is yeah. that Sonic? That's supposed to be Sonic? Literally roadkill. Oh my god, it's so nasty. So, luckily, uh, they heard our collective bitching, the studio, and they redid the CG. It took a little extra time for the movie to come out, but they did us proud. He looks great. And actually, that movie turned out really really great and that's what i'm talking about is that first sonic the hedgehog movie now this is a weird one for me because again all of the drama leading up to it and all the goofing on it and it actually turned out to be a good movie like i said but i have just weird weird associations with this movie because this was actually the last movie i saw in a theater before the world shut down because of covid in oh yeah so it was the last, like, good time I had for quite a while uh, because I think now I even look at this movie through a bit of rose-tinted glasses because of it because I had such a good time at the movie and it wasn't anything earth-shattering or world-changing. Right, yeah. But it was fair. a good movie nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And uh, then not being able to get out and see other movies or even see other human beings for <laughs> you know a year and a half two years it kind of makes that sonic movie look even better oh yeah uh, and so i had been very cautious to rewatch it because i thought i had been putting it on a pedestal and thinking this is better than i thought it was because of these circumstances surrounding it and i actually in preparation for this episode Put it on last night for the first time in almost two years. Hmm. And I'm happy to say, no, it's a great movie. <laughs> it's actually really, really good. It's not perfect. Right. But, yeah, it's not without its fault. But it's a kid's movie. Yeah. And for a first crack at building a world up, mm-hmm. they did a really, really good job at it. And uh, the 
only other thing that I can say about this movie, uh, and it, believe it or not, it, it's a it's a positive and not a negative, is that this movie feels like it should have come out in two thousand and three. Oh, totally, yeah. And I, I have to say, like this, if you're a fan of the games, like the original Sega Genesis games, this follows them pretty well. Like, oh man, just just you knew exactly where they were going with certain things by if you were a fan of the games you knew what they were going to do next like i don't want to give too much away but like the mushroom hill zone at the very end of the first game or the first movie like so okay they're gonna we're gonna see knuckles then like obviously this is gonna happen like little things like that they did it so well right and something as weird as the casting of jim carrey as eggman Mm -hmm. It, that that seemed off to me at first. Oh, same. Mainly because of the design that they went for, yep. you know, his outfit and his look. By the end of the movie, you go, oh, there okay, it is. That's <laughs> actually a pretty good Eggman. Yep. Okay, so yeah, uh, Sonic the movie. That's my pick because I was really actually pretty blown away by it, and it still holds up. And uh, I'm really happy with what they were setting up for the sequels and hopefully those sequels live up to what the first movie uh, laid the groundwork for. Where do the stars of Sega Sonic 3 go when the game's over? Sonic? Are you guys in there? Hey, here's a hint. They're at McDonald's in the $1.99 Sonic 3 Hamburger Happy Meal. Sonic launches with a push of a button. Tails flies who knows how high. And Robotnik barely dodges disaster. There's even this sweepstakes thing. We're 10,000 lucky... For my last pick, we are once again revisiting McDonald's. You talked about a McDonald's toy, and I'm going to be talking about some McDonald's toys. In 1993, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog 3 Happy Meal. Now, I'm going to start with the bag a little bit here. Uh, I would love to talk about the commercial. Unfortunately, the commercial is really not all it's cracked out to be. The commercial that you brought up first with the uh, the pasta was way better and uh, kicked this one's ass. Yeah, you know, I mean, I only pick winners, Grabby. Yeah, the commercial for this one is just kind of meh. But anyways, I want to start with the bag. The bag featured different games like a maze and connect the dots, which were all themed around various Sonic levels. There was like the uh the carnival level from three i think there was a marble garden level little piece there too uh the bag also featured a sonic the hedgehog three sweepstakes which again offered the winner a sega genesis as well as a sonic the hedgehog three game so woohoo! they're trying to give that fucking shit away they just hey you want you want a genesis you want sonic three yeah, dude, I wasn't joking. I'm telling you, as soon as Sonic 3 ended up like being out, they were giving Sega Genesis and Sonic 3 out to everyone as much as they possibly could. Like, I almost feel like they beat out Universal Studios trying to give out uh, visits to their place. Like, <laughs> And that's impossible. Like, You can't top that, but I feel like they did for that whole year. Yeah, maybe they hired Oprah for the... Uh, for the <laughs> you market. get a Sega Genesis. You get a Sega, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> But anyhow, uh, yeah, so these toys, we'll get back to these. The toys included Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Dr. Robotnik. The Sonic comes in two parts. He's spring-loaded. You have this little button. You press it, and it kind of launches him across the floor. He has wheels underneath that kind of help him go. Then Tails, he also comes in two pieces. There's a pull-string device that you kind of set him on top of, and he did that, like, that dragonfly thing where you pull the string and he flies up oh. with the little helicopter. 
Yeah, kind of cool. I love Dragonflies. Do you remember Dragonflies? That those should dope. make a comeback. I was fucking addicted to those toys, man. There, there's yeah, nothing better. Yeah, than I'm going to predict right now that within the next five years, those things are coming back as long as we're not a nuclear holocaust. Well, you know, there's always a possibility, but uh, even a nuclear holocaust, I'll bring them back. Absolutely. Or at least I'll dig up the rubble of old ones and play with them <laughs> because that's all the joy that I'll have at that time. Oh, yeah. Well, really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it got dark there for a second. So anyways, Robotnik was a wind-up car. He sits in his like classic Doom buggy thing. Now this cl- this toy it claimed to like if you wound him up and put him on a table, he wouldn't fall off of the edge and they did this. It actually worked too. They did this with this wheel, a rubber wheel on the very front that went kind of like sideways. So anytime he would get close to an edge, that wheel would kick in. And it would like push it away from the edge. It's fucking weird how it worked, but it worked really well. Wow. That's advanced technology. Are you sure Elon Musk didn't design that feature? Yeah, he probably did. That's his first claim to fame. The Sonic 3 toys at McDonald's. Good old Musky. <laughs> now, the only one I really didn't care for was the, the Knuckles one. He probably has the worst function out of the four. Half of his body is hanging out of this cloud. It's like a plastic cloud. And you like push him along the way and he just spins around like a tornado. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Maybe they repurpose an old Tasmanian devil uh, toy into Knuckles, and they were like, I don't know, what's a guy do? Spin, probably? That works. I'm, I'm trying to think if maybe, like, they had some kind of other action for him in the game before, because if you think back to the bubblegum, that was Cyclone oh. Fruits, you know, and that was fronted by Knuckles. Oh, So, like, okay. what the fuck were That's they doing here, you know? Like, I'm, I'm wondering if that had anything to do with it. Is this the first leftover pizza conspiracy? Did we just crack some uh, 30-year-old irrelevant Ooh. coding nonsense? Maybe. I think we might Possibly. have. Possibly. We might have. Very interesting. Yeah. These are these are great. These are great. I definitely saw that Tails toy before sitting in somebody's toy bucket, but uh, I'm really more interested in this other toy that you sent me. Yeah. So, again, in 1994, when McDonald's did their, it was a a happy birthday train. I don't remember if it was, like, the birthday of the Happy Meals. Is that, I'm I'm not sure what it was exactly. I think so. I think you're right. I think I remember something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just recently had one, too, like, not long ago, where they brought back a bunch of old Happy Meal toys that we actually, if you go to itsdemboys.com, you can go ahead and look it up. Ooh, shameless plug. Derek got all those toys for free from McDonald's. And I didn't. I paid a lot of money for them. So you will go there. You paid full price. You will go there and you will read it. (laughs) It was my birthday and the lady must have known because the universe told her and she gave me free toys. Uh, (laughs) But either way, yeah, this this happy birthday, uh, happy meal toy train thing that you sent me. This is what I remember most. Oh, yeah. I had one of these. Why don't you describe it? I for sure had one of these. So this is a toy from the Happy Meal, obviously, um, and it's shaped like an old CRT TV. It's a bright pink TV, yes. um, and it's got a little plastic Sega Genesis molded to the top of it yes. because they were giving Genesises away. Oh, yeah. Genesis, Genesis. I like that. Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now you'll have to help me remember because – I think what this did was when the train was moving, the wheels would change the picture on the screen. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes, it would like kind of rotate. Okay. I think one of them is like Sonic wearing a happy birthday, like one of them pointed hats. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm sure like Tails was represented in there too. Unfortunately, I don't have this toy anymore, so I can't bust it out and confirm. Right. But, you uh, know, I'm not sure. I can't remember, but I do. I have all of these toys. They're just buried downstairs in my basement right now, so I haven't been able to like take a look at them. But I do remember the so Sonic basically, with the, the cone hat. We neither, yeah, neither of us have these. Is what you're saying? Yeah, basically, basically, basically. more or less, more or less, kind of. Yeah. But so when you would move it, it's like this little cylinder inside, and it would change the picture. Yeah, like it was changing the channel on the TV. Absolutely. Uh, and it's just like it's stupid. It's a dumb little gimmick. Uh, but it's really cool and very charming, mm-hmm. especially the art. It's that old school Sonic style yes. that I like. Yep. That that artwork, and I'm sorry, you throw a birthday hat on any character, and I love it ten times more. I don't know why that is, but it just adds so much charm. It does, it does. And the the pink, the pink, and the the bright yellow, and uh, it's all good. I'm telling, it's all beautiful. What really does it for me is the the Sega Genesis on the top too. Like it really brings yeah. the whole piece together. I love it. The only thing it's really it missing does. in the cartridge is a can of Franco American spaghetti. Mm. <laughs> that's it that's it yeah maybe we'll have to mod one and sell it on ebay for an exorbitant amount of money yeah pass it off as real yeah uh, one of a kind franco-american pasta commercial prototype, prototype. Pasta. yeah that's it that's it, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> mcdonald's give us money please dear god we're so broke Well, I think that's going to wrap up our Sonic show. I had a very good time doing this, which is kind of shocking because I've always been more of a Mario boy myself. I know you were a Sega Genesis Sonic lad growing up. All right, I'll I'll cut this one here really short. I want to say that I was well-rounded as a child. I definitely had both, and I I can't, I don't swing more on one side or the other. I love both Mario and Mm. Sonic, so... You, so you swing both ways. I swing both ways? You swing both ways, and if given a chance to, to dock your Sonic oh, cartridge We're docking. together with the Knuckles, docking. you would. <laughs> well, that's going to do it. Uh, we've talked about docking. We've talked about shitting pants. And uh, we've talked about some of our favorite uh 90s sneakers including the ones that you would screw wax into yeah what were those called again soap, soap shoes. shoes yeah soap shoes wow this was a loaded episode yeah and, uh, definitely boy. it's gonna definitely need the nsfw title i believe <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> um so yeah uh closing parting words here had a great time love sonic more than i thought i did uh excited to eat your second unopened <laughs> Sonic Curry. It'll be here in 17 weeks. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Thank God. I'm going to intercept the package and I'm going to heat it up and send you a picture of me eating it. You son of a bitch. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I know that we've got a lot of uh, fun things coming up. Isn't that right, Grimey? Oh, yeah. We sure do. We got a couple of really, really fun things coming up. You might see an Instagram live very soon in the future Uh, and also of pretty sweet little giveaway so i don't want to give too much details away you'll just have to keep staying tuned just to find out 
Is there anything you would like to say, Derek? Is there anything I would like to say? Uh, well, one one big quick thing I'd like to mention, and it's probably going to be funny when I listen back to this episode <laughs> years from now, but uh, one more time, very excited about the 500 follower thing over on Instagram. Absolutely. Um, we were very not sure if we should launch an Instagram for the show uh, just because, like, we, we've got our own Instagram handles, you know, yes. at It's Them Boys. Yep. Uh, <laughs> at Retroplasm. <laughs> um, but we did it, and it's proven to be a hit and a really great way to let all of you fans and followers and friends know that we've got new episodes and new giveaways and all that fun stuff coming out. So, yeah, thank you for following and engaging with us over there and uh, continue to do so because I don't see that slowing it down anytime soon. Absolutely. And speaking of engaging, be sure if you could, it would help us out a whole lot if you would go onto these podcast platforms. Give us a little rate and review. We really love that kind of stuff. It helps little guys like us grow big, big, and strong. Big, big, and strong. That's right. Spotify, Apple Music. All you got to do is click the five-star button. You know, that's it. That's it. If you think that we're five star worthy, if you think yeah. that we're one star worthy, don't do it. Just don't yeah, do it. Yeah, just don't man. do it. The five star is really what we're looking it. for. It's right at the bottom, yeah, yeah. plain as day. You can't miss it. Can't miss it. But uh, I think with that, that's going to conclude our Sonic show. I'm Derek. And I'm Grimy. And you can catch us over at Leftover Pizza Podcast and at leftoverpizzapodcast.com. Lots of fun things coming down the pipeline. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Oh, I gotta go shit my pants. <laughs> Sorry, Derek, we can't go home. Oh, damn Not it. yet. You have to sit there for another hour. Oh, God. See you later, folks. <laughs>